Hey everyone, welcome back to Cloud Kata, the modern infrastructure show. This is season 1, Anatomy of Modern Infrastructure. And today's episode is about 6th factor, monitoring. If you have not yet caught up with the series, please subscribe to cloudkata.com on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Or you can also visit cloudkata.com and subscribe to the show to know about the first five factors which have which we have, have covered in the previous episodes. So let us begin this journey of modern infrastructure with today's episode about monitoring. Hey everyone, welcome back to Cloud Kata, the modern infrastructure show. This is season 1, Anatomy of Modern Infrastructure. After a long gap since last year, I am back today to continue this journey of modern infrastructure. And I would like to begin today's episode of monitoring with a very funny story. So it was uh, around 10 years back when I had just started my uh, system administrator career. One fine day, our boss call gives us a call uh, and we were still working. It was in, in the evening and he, say, he asks us, uh, how is everything? So we say, yeah it's all fine he's like how, how, how is uh, th- how are things on the infrastructure side you know in those days it was all the server rooms and etc etc it's like is everything working fine is there any issue etc so he said no everything is fine everything is working fine so he's like are you sure because i'm not getting any alerts or notification so to that we respond like that's exactly why we are saying that everything is fine that's why you are not getting any alerts so it actually took us around five ten minutes for us to convince him that the reason he is not getting alerts and any notification is because everything is working fine that particular incident uh, and today it's like quite few years after that and situation remains still the same it takes us quite some time to convince uh, the people who are in the executive uh, you know who, who are in the executive level to convince that everything is working fine unless we are able to showcase it to them right and that's because we lack on the on uh, you know kind of observability to build an observability in the existing setup so let us begin our journey for today's episode with uh, knowing the fact that how to build that observability so today in this episode we are going to learn how end-to-end monitoring can reduce infrastructure downtimes and issues by identifying fault lines and bo- uh, resolving bottlenecks proactively in infrastructure and we are also going to understand how a centralized monitoring can ensure everybody right from an engineer to the cxos is on the same page when it comes to the state of infrastructure so let us first begin uh, today's uh, uh, agenda will be first we'll cover what is centralized monitoring and how we can achieve that then i'm going to talk about how to categorize the monitoring data that is available and how that monitoring data should be structured in infrastructure monitoring application monitoring and how do you actually choose your monitoring tool or tools 
and uh, once you have done that how to set up alerts so that you get notified or be you are warned uh, in advance about anything that might be happening in your infrastructure and uh, fine i will uh, close this uh, episode in the in the end by giving some key thoughts and key things that we need to consider when it comes to uh, using these monitoring tools or monitoring setup uh, by our operations or the financial teams so let's get started with monitoring for building observability in your infrastructure so let's start with centralized monitoring what is centralized monitoring in my view my ideal design for monitoring is a one-stop station for monitoring all kinds of metrics and analytics and it is a centralized dashboard which captures state of infrastructure resources like networking devices systems servers um, anything that that relates to setting up your infra then uh, and your then comes your application your front end back end services uh, you know apps that you are building uh, back end state of back end services your deployment state your health check performance and even your mobile application you know uh, what is your how is your mobile application performing and finally to capture all the data that is necessary for your business like user activities transaction etc so when you the ideal monitoring setup will capture all of these in a centralized dashboard and will present to you like a state of your infra and it should be one stop place where you just go and see what is happening and even if there is an issue you can drag the issue right from its uh, where it happened and trace it back to its root so that you can solve it as soon as possible so how to achieve that so first of all before you build it you need to make sure that you categorize the monitoring data now how do you how do you categorize monitoring data there are two ways that you can categorize your monitoring data first is dividing it into what to monitor and then how to monitor now when it comes to ask this question what to monitor you would like to monitor infrastructure application services anything that is there that is gen that is running uh, your services you need to monitor that and how to monitor it that you need to monitor the state performance and events of all these things infra app services so let's talk about infrastructure monitoring first right now infrastructure monitoring three things uh, to monitor uh, in any kind of monitoring system is as i mentioned state performance and events when you're monitoring your infrastructure state what all falls under state it will include your health check your uptime downtime of infrastructure as in is your uh, server is your networking devices all up and running or were there any glitches or any unplanned downtimes that had happened you would like to capture that then you would like to capture the availability of your data centers or since we are talking about modern infrastructure or cloud native solutions so when you are on cloud uh, you might want to monitor the availability zones uh, which is equivalent to the um, you know legacy data centers or technically they are data centers which the cloud providers use to host the hardware right so you want to monitor the availability zones uh, 
because um, nobody gives you 100% of time let's be very honest so you need to know whether your availability zone is all running or how many times uh, did it go down or was it all up and running did you actually get the service availability that the cloud provider has uh, promised you so you would want to monitor the availability of your infrastructure then the fourth one in, in state is connectivity that means in this age of cloud you would you might end up having a hybrid cloud setup that means uh, you might have your own solutions and you might want to integrate uh, with uh, some other third party solution let's let's say you are a bank for example so although you you are developing the banking applications or uh, websites but you would have your payment uh, uh, you know your switching gateway uh, for to another third party uh, so you would want to monitor whether the connectivity from your application to that switching gateway is working fine or not right so connectivity across your third party partners or integration points and also internally that means uh, whether the connectivity between your app servers to the database systems or to the messaging systems are all working fine or not so four things to monitor in state is health check uptime downtime availability of uh, your data centers or availability zones and connectivity so health check uptime downtime availability and connectivity four important things to monitor when it comes to the state of infrastructure then the second grouping is performance now once you have uh, started monitoring the state of infrastructure uh, you have already gone one step ahead to make sure that your infrastructure is always uh, always available and if it is having some glitches you would want to fix that now the second thing would be performance now what comes under performance performance will include things like your cpu memory disk utilization so you might want to monitor how your apps are, uh, you know the virtual servers are doing or managed systems are doing uh, when it comes to peak load let's say you are going through a big launch or you have a particular event of uh, user registrations or some if you are in retail you are launching uh, some sale uh, or black friday uh, event so you'd want to monitor whether you are ready for that kind of uh, activity or not uh, and that you will know once you have a confidence and you have collected your cpu memory and disk utilization for your application with that kind of load and this uh, data is also very important uh, when you are running your uh, load testing or performance testing for the kind of traffic that you are expecting second thing is performance is network bandwidth same way when it comes to uh, monitoring whether you are ready for the performance that you want to deliver you need to monitor the network bandwidth the upload download speed uh, the latency across your systems and your third parties and also within you know across your systems then the third thing is peak hour traffic so when you are sending and receiving data you want to know when is the traffic peaking up you know are there any spikes do you need to upgrade your bandwidth etc so these are the three things that you would want to monitor under performance then third thing third uh, aspect of infrastructure monitoring or any kind of monitoring is event and what are the kind what are uh, what kind of events you uh, would you would want to monitor uh, important security events like authentication failures 
are there too many failed logins or uh, even uh, you know a successful um, logging whether uh, it failed login or sometimes nowadays people uh, work with a zero trust policy so they would also want to know uh, the successful logins you know uh, you would want to be you want to monitor whether there are any unauthorized access that has happened um, failed attempts uh, you would want to also monitor the change management system let say you are deploying a new version of the application you would want to know that if there are any um, firewall policies that are that have uh, been added uh, some ports have been added uh, you would want to be uh, you don't to monitor that part and when happened did it happen because it is very important you know unless you know what happened you will not be able to arrive to a conclusion uh, whether you are debugging it or you are preparing a report then you want to monitor how many deployments you have done you know to see the frequency of your deployment or how long your deployments took those kind of events so these are some of the things uh, that you would want to monitor when it comes to infrastructure monitoring um, so let me do a quick recap uh, three group three ways that you will have to monitor is state performance events under state you can monitor health uptime downtime availability connectivity under performance you can monitor cpu memory disk network bandwidth peak hour traffic under events you can monitor any critical events authentication failures or unauthorized access any kind of change events configuration changes like firewall rules or deployments so this uh all will comprise of what you would want to monitor in your infrastructure now let's see what you should be monitoring in your application right same way uh, state performance events these are the three major categories in which we will divide any monitoring data and it becomes very easy if you are able to group this otherwise you will end up having one big pool of data and you will just scribble around and in terms of specific events right let's say something is down you try to scrape around all the data that you have so it is very important that you group the monitoring data that you have and i feel it very useful when i group it in three categories like state performance and events so what all comes under application monitoring under state as i mentioned earlier uh, in infrastructure you can monitor connectivity with your third parties right third party partners your integration points and likewise even in application you can monitor it and in fact when you are monitoring uh, in a centralized uh, system uh, application will fail earlier uh, then you know infrastructure would have failed before but application will actually also show you what is the impact of that infrastructure failure sometimes it may or may not be an infrastructure issue sometimes your network and your third party partners network might be working fine but there might be something in the system uh, in your third party side or your side which is causing the failure so it is very important that you set up a monitoring uh, in the integration that is happening that means if your application is connecting to the third party through some https or you know uh, by some other tcp connections uh, you you make sure that you monitor that kind of uh, actions that is happening so connection connecting with something which is outside of your network uh, outside of your system some other third party systems you need to monitor that connectivity then integration points 
within your application and also outside so when you are building your application you might be having a lot of components right apart from the application that you are writing you will have your database systems you will have your message queues you will have your uh, caching systems uh, memory systems etc so you need to make sure that the integration across your application is working fine from your application that means is your application uh, is able to connect uh, through all the uh, uh, flows that it needs to the functionalities are working fine or not then the third thing is front end to back end flow you need to monitor that uh, then the fourth thing and it is quite important that you have a true path for fault identification so what is true path some monitoring tool tells it true path or pure path which means you you go right from where the event has happened and you trace it back till its root cause sometimes you will not know it up front whether it is a database issue or it is a application issue or it is some other you know system failure so what you will have to do is you know the error you get notified with an error that has happened or some failures and you go and trace it right uh, back uh, to where it first occurred so this is the form of debugging uh, most tools uh, many advanced tools provide it and it is very important that you make sure that your monitoring tool or monitoring system is able to give you the entire path otherwise you will be you know hopping from one system to another and you will be taking wild guesses on what actually failed and where is the issue okay now the what comes under performance so the, these are the things that you can monitor under state of application which is connectivity integration front end to back end flow true path or pure path for fault identification uh, second thing under performance what can come under performance is uh, the crash analytics for your mobile applications um, performance uh, is uh, you know monitoring uh, your performance test when you are running your performance test or regression test you need to know how your application is doing the same way you would monitor your uh, infrastructure you would also want to know is your application able to take the load is it able to take let's say you want to onboard 500 uh, you know users in one shot in in together or simultaneously right is your application especially if you are developing mobile application is your mobile application able to handle that kind of load so you need to monitor performance and it's not just while you are running the tests it's also to monitor your production the live system because if your application crashes uh, and you are not able to meet the number so you might uh, be able to you, you might uh, you know uh, not comply to the promises that you have made to your customers so it is very important that you monitor the performance of your systems uh, performance of your applications your crash analytics and synthetics of your mobile application then the third uh, category uh, events what comes under events as i mentioned earlier user activities you know onboarding registration you know uh, how users are moving from one uh, place to the or one format to the other you would want to monitor it sessions how long they are actually logged into your sessions um, then transactions how many 
transactions had happened how many downloads have happened uh, and business analytics uh, you would want to monitor those analytics in your uh, application business metrics uh, behavior conversions how much conversions you have um, so all these will include your uh, the events that comes under your application monitoring that you will have to monitor so in short uh, like we saw in infrastructure in application you can monitor a whole lot of things uh, right uh, from uh, under your state uh, monitoring you can monitor the connectivity integration end-to-end um, -end flow true path and pure path uh, under performance you can uh, monitor the crash analytics uh, you can set up performance uh, uh, line pipelines or regression tests uh, monitoring and under event uh, it will be typical monitoring your business uh, flows your business behaviors uh, user activities transactions downloads um, how much uh, you know uh, how fast your application is moving all these will help you gather enough observability in your system and in your uh, service or product if you are building one uh, and make sure that you answer uh, you have an answer uh, to the uh, issues that might happen or you can prevent them uh, proactively and not wait for it to happen right so uh, we saw that there are a lot of things that you will have to monitor uh, infrastructure application uh, you know there are a lot of things that comes under monitoring so it becomes very important to understand what kind of monitoring tool we are we are choosing you know in the market you will get a you you will get one tool for each of these things now i as i mentioned uh, before it is very important that you have a one-stop station you can use i'm not saying that you will get one tool where you'll monitor everything you you need to have that because most of the times these tools are pretty expensive it comes it's not free of course but even if you are going with the open source uh, softwares uh, you need to make sure that at the end the final uh, you know dashboard that you have for monitoring is all consolidated in one place otherwise you will waste your time going from one tool to the other so how to choose that monitoring tool or what is the best monitoring tool that you can choose first thing that you will have to uh, keep in mind while choosing a monitoring tool is whether you are going with a managed service or you are going with a self-managed so uh, to simplify it managed service are mostly the services uh, if you are on cloud you will get this these uh, services which are provided by the cloud provider themselves most of the time uh, they have some they they are uh, out of the box solutions like uh, the monitoring systems uh, are provided by cloud provider by default for some basic monitoring but if you are going with advanced monitoring like i mentioned mentioned performance and events and you know state you will need to pay for it and these these will be completely managed by the cloud providers or uh, managed services are also provided by some saas vendors you have monitoring tools uh, which are hosted uh, by the uh, vendors and you can just go ahead log in and you know uh, connect to it so these are the managed tools which are completely maintained by the when by the provider and you just take care of configuring it or integrating with it and the second type of tool that comes in are self-managed or the open source tool wherein uh, these are free of cost but you will have to set it up yourself maintain it 
सो वट आर द एडवांटेजेस एंड डिसएडवांटेजेस और इफ आई मे से प्रो एंड कॉन इन बोथ साइड सो लेट्स सी मैनेज टूल्स राइट मैनेज टूल्स आर वेरी बेनिफिशियल इफ यू हैव अ वेरी बिग सेटअप एंड यू हैव टू मॉनिटर अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स स्पेशली इफ यू आर बिल्डिंग अ मोबाइल एप्लीकेशन विद माइक्रो सर्विस आर्किटेक्चर यू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ सर्विसेज फ्लोटिंग अराउंड यू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ कॉम्पोनेंट्स फ्लोटिंग अराउंड सो इट इज very it becomes very easy on your part if you are using a managed tool because the operations part of it that means setting up that tool or you know managing the availability or scalability of that tool is taken out of your head and it is being you you have hired someone to take care of it basically however there is a a risk in managed tool is that most managed tools uh, if you are going with a cloud provider or if you, even if you are going with a saas provider these may or may not be private uh, i mean the account may be private to you but the infrastructure may or may be shared with other customers of that vendor because these are saas products so it's it's something like say google right the google account is private to you however where your data is hosted by google it is shared with all the google, all of google's customers so and and uh, sometimes if you have not sanitized your monitoring data uh, you may uh, risk uh, you know your uh, personal in, you know the uh, the customer information if it is there in your monitoring uh, data and it might put you at risk uh, for compliance violations or regulatory violations so you may have to be careful while you're hosting if you have a compliance or regulations you may want to check with that vendor with where they are hosting that monitoring data because some countries have very strict policies where you cannot in, uh, you know keep personal information out, outside the country so you will you may have to take care of uh, uh, you know confirming with the provider where the data is hosted because that monitoring data will be will have sensitive information uh, other than that uh, the other risk that you might face is the cost because most often these managed services are charged based on the utilization so the more you utilize sometimes uh, it's based on the number of uh, systems that you are monitoring sometimes it is based on uh, the num the size of the data you are hosting uh, so you need to be careful about how you are uh, configuring these managed services because otherwise it might end up costing you a hefty sum which might surpass you know your uh, the whole infrastructure budget itself so these are some of the pros and cons of managed services now uh, what are the pros and cons of self managed service of course the first uh, benefit of self managed services it's completely private to you infrastructure you can set it up yourself you will install it and it's completely on, up to you so you do not risk any kind of you do not you are not at a risk of violating any security policies or uh, you don't have to uh, bother about it and most often these self managed services uh, when you, we talk about self managed services most often these are open source software so they are all free of cost however uh, the downside of it is you will have to take care of scaling it out when it needs because even the monitoring tool will sometime run out of resources because if your infrastructure keeps growing or keeps scaling up uh, the data of monitoring uh, data that you are hosting it will also grow so you will have to take care of uptime downtimes and you know upgradations and configurations of those self managed system so it's really up to you to choose which 
uh, way you go. Uh, for some people, going with managed service, even for banks, it is absolutely fine. But what they do is they um, go ahead and sign up and take a commitment from the vendors that their data will not be compromised in any way. And uh, they may they negotiate the pricing also to get it well under their budget. Uh, so in my experience, going with a managed service for something like monitoring is quite helpful. If you have a very big setup, if your setup is scaling uh, and you anticipate that your setup will grow. So I would recommend you go with managed services. However, if you have a pretty much manageable setup and you do not anticipate it to scale uh, overnight or, you know, uh, very soon you can start with self-managed service and sometimes these managed service also have a self-managed version you know they are an open source version so maybe you can start with an open source version and then you can slowly transform to a managed version so it's completely up to you uh, what you can do it so these are some of the pros and cons of managing and self-managed service so this is the first thing that you will have to decide on when you are choosing your monitoring tool right now, the second thing that you have to, uh, once you have chosen the monitoring tool, the second thing would be securing your monitoring tool. As I have mentioned, right, uh, no matter whether you are taking a managed service or self-managed service, you still, you will have to protect your monitoring tool uh, so that first thing is you don't compromise because it will hold a lot of verbose level data, right? How usernames, user accounts, transaction details and etc. So you need to protect it. Uh, so that it is you, you cannot just set up a managed uh, 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 monitoring system and open it up to internet so the whole internet will know what is happening in your infrastructure or in your application right so you need to protect it and uh, you will have to make sure that it is not been not exposed uh, to uh, unauthorized people so that is why in you'll have to secure it so security is very important for monitoring tools um, and first thing in security is identity management and uh, it helps a lot if you have a identity management uh, which is integrated with an identity provider so if you have a you know an in-house identity provider let's say oauth or, or g suits uh, uh, or uh, active directory or ldap you know you can integrate your monitoring tools and that way your user would not have to remember one more credential to log into the monitoring tool and it is also secure and you can track who's logging in and who has access right the second thing in identity management is if you have an identity provider which is enabled with single sign-on and role-based access control so that way you they can use one email id uh, you know or one user id to log into the monitoring tool and then you can also configure roles basically who can monitor the data and who can configure it because if you open up access to everybody people might accidentally go ahead and turn on you know debug logging and the, it will just spam everybody right so you need to make sure that uh, your monitoring tool is protected uh, with identity management through identity provider single sign-on and role-based access control the second thing that is needed for securing is data sanity and data privacy especially if you are using managed uh, tool a managed service so you'll have to make sure that the monitoring data is hosted within the infrastructure that you have purchased and not shared across 
the world right so you will have to make sure that you confirm it it, it with the vendor who whosoever you have taken the managed service for and of course if you're going with a self-managed service these things are always taken care of uh, and data sanity you will have to make sure that the data does not have any unnecessary uh, you know sensitive information try to sanitize it as much as possible sometimes it may be difficult but uh, it is always good to sanitize the data so that uh, you know you are not at risk uh, of any audit failures right so the other thing the third thing that is very important while choosing a monitoring tool is operations you know how to operate it because uh, it will keep changing you you will may need to keep adding uh, more monitoring uh, you know configurations as your setup is growing as you are scaling out so um, that's what i mentioned when i, I said between managed and self-managed service operations is a very important things and technical support as well so you'll have to make sure that uh, those things are taken care of you cannot just have a uh, you know monitoring tool and nobody is looking at it and suddenly you need it and you see that it is not working right uh, compliance of user data and localized caching sometimes these managed services uh, cache the data across countries so if you have a compliance or regulation where your data cannot leave uh, where your data have to be localized within the country you need to make sure that you confirm it with that vendor that they are not caching it to some other locations uh, then uh, you know uh, other thing is cloud service monitoring if you are using a monitoring tool which is provided by the cloud provider themselves where you are hosted your application then you are sorted but sometimes if you are using something which is outside that cloud provider uh, you will have to see whether it integrates with all the cloud services or not because sometimes uh, they may or may not uh, include all the cloud services so you need to find out a way to integrate it maybe write some libraries or plugins uh, to use that but because all your infrastructure will be managed in the cloud and you need to monitor the cloud service itself whether it is up and running or not so these are some of the things uh, uh, that should be kept in mind when you are choosing your uh, monitoring tool uh, and once you have chosen it it is very important that you configure alerts because just setting up monitoring is not enough you should set up certain alerts and notification wherein uh, for some critical events now what are those uh, if you are on cloud you can set up you will have to set up alerts for cloud account billing uh, root logging uh, renewal of subscription billing if you have exceeded your billing margin or if you have not paid for something then uh, you know uh, root login uh, uh, root account somebody has uh, logged into your root account and you need to know about it whether it is a authorized login or unauthorized then renewal of subscription if you have a subscription which is going to renew because sometimes what happens is if you are not notified they the subscription will expire and that might even delete your systems and some cloud providers actually have that you know once the subscription expires they will delete the whole system so you might lose data so you'll need to need you'll need to configure alerts uh, for these activities in cloud then if anything like we said when you are monitoring things like uh, modification of configurations you need to be alerted so alerts are very important uh, that you configure uh, then on service availability whether if it is if whatever you are monitoring there has to be alert uh, you know a, a warning a, a, a failure or error 
anything that happens it has to notify a group of people or if you have a slack channel or if you if you prefer sms uh, you know those things have to be configured because without alerts the whole monitoring setup is useless um then it is better that when you are configuring the alerts it is also configured in a sanitized way and it is not it just not spam uh, people because if you start spamming people then people will lose interest and that will force them to create filters uh, and they will again skip the important information right and then uh, it is important that uh, these alerts are acknowledged because if you have seen something and you are going to work on it acknowledge it first and then uh, you know start uh, because then people will know that yeah this alert is acknowledged and somebody is working on it so configuring the alerts uh, along with the monitoring is very important otherwise the whole purpose of gathering all these data in monitoring is of no use now uh, finally uh, some things to consider when you are configuring your monitoring dashboard is that not everybody can be technical as with with the level of a developer or a system administrator most often uh, the first responders are the operations team and they uh, need a better dashboard to take a look at issues so they may not uh, a developer might immediately uh, tell you wh what the issue is but the operations team or people who are first responders or level one teams who are, who are handling it not everyone may be aware of the exact issue so it is very important that the dashboards are very clear crisp and it it shows you the exact data and it's not just you know a messy thing going all over the place and this is another downside of open source software is that dashboarding is not uh, that clear or clean. You need to put a lot of effort in having a dashboard that your operation teams understand, right? And you need to make sure that you train the operation team to uh, with that tool so that they can debug it faster. And it's okay to go with licensed monitoring tool provided it covers all the layers of monitoring like infra, app, mobile, business, etc do not go with multiple license tools because then you are will be wasting money right so you take a look at a tool which gives you all a level of monitoring and not just infra or app or business right and choose a tool that way and uh, monitoring screens also help in case uh, in case you have satellite uh, service centers or during critical launches like you know you can put up big screens in your offices i know now the situation has changed uh, we are uh, not really working from offices but i think we are going back to normal again so it is important that uh, we have these displays there especially if you're going through critical launches so that you can have uh, the dashboard which will show you what is happening when you are actually going to go for the big launch right so these are some of the things that you have to consider uh, for your operations and finance um, while you are selecting and configuring your monitoring system so to summarize for a fault tolerant infrastructure an infrastructure which sustains and proactively tells you what is happening if there is an issue you need a robust end-to-end -end monitoring and alerting and this can only be achieved if you have a centralized system to monitor state performance and events happening across the infrastructure and application and which also send you 
alerts almost immediately when incidents happen right uh, this is another important thing that uh, when if you have multiple systems right the alerting will take up time right because from one system to other system it will it will take a lag of even if it is taking a lag of one minute then you will get alert after two minutes or three minutes so that is all the more reason to choose for a centralized tool which also have an alerting system and this monitoring system should be integrated to a centralized identity provider and that has rule-based access control and single sign-on so that you have secure ease of access for all your uh, you know uh, users and internal users external users whoever it is so this is how uh, monitoring should be taken care of so that you can achieve the kind of observability and confidence on in your setup and you can give that kind of confidence to all levels not just your in, uh, engineers and your engineers will have uh, will find it easy because your executives or your bosses will also know that yes if i have to just quickly browse to what is happening uh, in the setup i need to just go to this monitoring system and i'll see everything is green right so in short a centralized monitoring enabled with proper alerting and identity system uh, will help you create a fault tolerant infrastructure and reduce which will reduce downtimes and you know uh, pose lesser uh, or faster resolution of issues i hope i have covered most uh, of the aspects of monitoring and this session was useful for you please do subscribe to this podcast on spotify google podcast apple podcast or stitcher this is cloud kata a modern infrastructure show i'll be back with another new episode till then Stay safe, stay happy. Thank you everyone. Bye bye.